This is a legacy episode of the Lesbian Historic Motif podcast, originally released as part of the Lesbian Talk Show podcast group. Some references may be obsolete. The show looks at lesbian-relevant themes in history and literature, has interviews and discussions about current historical fiction with queer female characters, including fantastic versions of the past, and presents new original historical fiction for your enjoyment. This week, Lise McTagg has returned to the Lesbian Historic Motif podcast to talk with us about some stories with queer women in historic settings that she has particularly enjoyed. Hi, Heather. Thank you for having me back. So, and I understand that we're doing more of the, the union of sets rather than the intersection of sets, history and queer women um, in, the, in the overlapping sense. Sure. That, that seems reasonable. So what's your first book? Well, I have to get this this one this series out of the way because it's your series, um, and I just need to fangirl for a second <laughs> because I really, really, really enjoy your Alpenia series, and um, I find your your world building amazing and impeccable, and I aspire to one day be as thorough. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I... So, listeners, I always tell my, my interviewees that they are not actually allowed to do excessive fangirling about my books because I don't want anybody to think it's a requirement to get on the show. But somehow, the people who are writing historical fiction have this, this annoying tendency to like my work. So, there we are. So, well, I'm sorry. Having gotten that out of the way. <laughs> yes, we'll just get that out of the way. Um, so, the first one I want to start uh, talk about is actually a novella. And it's called Romancing the Inventor, and it's by Gail Carriger. And I've, I've mentioned her on your podcast before, just because I really, really, really love her stuff. But what I particularly like about this novella is that one of my favorite side characters from her Parasol Protectorate series finally gets to take center stage, and she gets a female love interest, ah. which is something that's hinted at in the in her overall series but never actually happens uh-huh. and so it's it's very exciting it is uh it is a a, a, a paranormal steampunk and it, it involves uh madame le fou who is sort of the the mad inventor from the parasol protectorate series and uh she gets a new shop assistant who is a well Basically, her new shop assistant is supposed to be working for the vampires that Madame LeFou works for, but is more interested in helping out the inventor. Uh-huh. And there are sparks, and it's a, it's a it's a lovely little romance uh-huh. that I've quite enjoyed. And of course, it's a, it's a gateway drug to her entire series or multiple series. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes, do be warned. If you start this, you're you're probably going to just continue, and you'll have to commit to a whole bunch of other books who are also extremely fun. The second book I'd like to talk about is Branded Anne by Mary Shannon. This one's a little different. It's a pirate story. What I like about this one is it's, I mean, yes, it's pirates, and yes, it's lesbians, but it feels like a probably a fairly historically accurate representation of what's going on. It's more Blackbeard and less Pirates of the Caribbean is is how I can describe it. And one of the things that that I really like about it is that you do see women struggling to have a place in a male-dominated 
world and profession, uh, piracy is, you know, it was historically male-dominated, though we do have some accounts of female pirates. Uh-huh. And I feel like the, the story of Branded Anne slots in really nicely with what stories we already have of female pirates and expands on that that world, that, you know, those whole sets of what-ifs. Uh-huh. And, and is it is it a romance or an adventure? It is a romance, though there is lots of adventure to it. I would you know I would say it has a romantic subplot, uh-huh. a very angsty, drawn out, protracted romantic subplot. So if that's if that's your bag, <laughs> you will definitely in, enjoy this one. And I've read she she has a, a couple of other you know more fantasy type novels out there, and I'd read a couple of those, and so I knew I liked her her writing style and. I picked up Branded Anne and was definitely not disappointed. Uh-huh. So, what next? The next one is actually one that I have just started. And it is, it's another steampunk. It's uh, Nita Round's Raven, Fire, and Ice, which is either just out or forthcoming extremely soon. Yeah, I think it's, it just came out in May, I think. Yeah. So I'm I'm only a few chapters in, but it has grabbed me. And as soon as we're done recording, I'm going back to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been really enjoying Nita's writing style. the The characters are are very entertaining and more or less you know fully realized right off the bat, which I I love to see. Uh, she also spends a fair amount of time on world building, which I absolutely adore. It's it's not intrusive. I don't I, I don't. You know, she's not info dumping or anything, but you do get a, a very real feeling of for this world, which is always exciting when when an author can pull it off. Can, can you say something about the setting? Because I read the blurb for that one, and it was it was sort of, well, it sounds like this is sort of steampunkish, but I'm not sure. Right, I would say, and I haven't gotten far enough to really get a handle on it, but it feels almost alternate universe. It is based on our world, but there there are enough differences that I feel like it's more alternate universe than necessarily strict historical uh-huh. fiction. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and like I said, I just started it, so I'm I'm not I I haven't fully grasped it yet. But you know, you you get you get hints that they're in a version of England. And that there is a that there is a character who comes from a version of Australia, and they, they talk about the Americans, or at least what's recognizable as Americans. But I haven't yet figured out exactly how those work together. Okay. There definitely feels like more of a colonial feel to things. Uh, the, the main character comes from their version of England, and we run across their, their version of an Australian. So it, it feels like there are ties there, but I'll have to wait a little bit longer to see how those sort of tease out. Okay, got it. But it's great so far. I'm really enjoying it. Anything else? Um, I also wanted to do a shout out for a few sort of non-lesbic series, and... You know, as you and I were discussing before we started recording, I actually realized that even though all three of these series are written by women, two of them have, have men as as the leads. And those are uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell by Susanna Clarke, which is a giant of a book. <laughs> but it's, it's so much fun, and it sets, mm, I'd say sort of pre-Victorian, though I'm not exactly sure which era it would be considered. And it, it deals with magic and, and fairies. And what I love about the book are the footnotes. Uh-huh. 
in in some way the the world building reminds me a little bit of of uh, of your stories, just the way the the magic is sort of woven into the the fabric of the world. Uh-huh. And then there's Naomi Novik's Temeraire series, oh, which is yes. basically the Napoleonic Wars with dragons. Yeah. Yep. There are a few female characters in there, and I, I feel like she was able to get away with having them be... It was clever the way she was able to work them in, in regards to having women serving openly in the military in a time that, where that would not have been possible historically. Um, in that Because dragons. They work with dragons, <laughs> yep. And whoever can work with the dragons works with the dragons, because they don't exactly have a serpent of people who can and will. So women are suffered in the, the, the dragon part of the armed forces. And so we do have some interactions with women there. But the main character is a man, and so is his dragon. <laughs> and then finally, I mentioned this in passing earlier, Gail Carriger's Parasol Protectorate series. Uh, I love that one because, you know, we do have... The, 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 the main character is a woman, and so we do get to see the, the world that, 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 that Gail has created through her eyes, which I always find exciting. Plus, we get some flirtations with Madame LeFou, even though, sadly, uh-huh. they never come to anything. Until she gets her own book. But she does get her own novella where everything is made right. So, yes, exactly. Those are my favorites at the moment. I will put links to all those books in the show notes so people can follow up on them. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lesbian Historic Motif podcast. See the show notes for links to people and topics. Most shows will have a transcript linked as well. If you have a book announcement, a topic suggestion, or might like to appear on the show, please drop me an email. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it and subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider supporting our Patreon.